Milt. And I'm Kelsey. And this is Nymphomercial, the, the show that critiques, reviews, and dives deep into hentai with enthusiasm, regret, and as you can tell, sometimes guest hosts. Yes, I'm back again. Remember me? I was here to talk about Eureka's campus life and um, here to talk about more gay shit today. <laughs> back from uh, Kelsey's Face Fluids, yes. I think was the name yep, of the episode. That was that episode. So, so what fluids have you brought for us today? I brought coffee. I'm very full of coffee, so I'm a little bit more active today. So we'll see how this goes. So what I brought today is, I guess, Eureka updated. Three new chapters are uploaded, so we're going to talk about that. But first, I want to talk about something new today. It's another Yuri manga called um, uh, The Missing Eye, or is it I know... Kanji. And it's I as in the the Roman numeral character I, not an eyeball. Well, it's going right? to talk about that too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but not like someone got their eye gouged out. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people are into that. So apparently, this episode is continuing the trend of uh, horror porn. Yes, there we go. Like the last two. <laughs> so it's called the Missing Eye in English, but its Japanese name is I no Shiso. So which is like missing or disappearance. So, and it's I, yes, like the, the letter, um, but also it can be interpreted in Japanese as the word for love, I. So, oh. and there's one more meaning that we'll get to in just a little bit when, as we dive into this. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aren't we supposed to do the whole oh. spiel that you usually do every episode? So, Aaron and I are finally on top of things, and yesterday we recorded the last two episodes that okay. uh, have come up for now you, the listeners, the last two weeks. You've just reminded me that we didn't do that. On episodes that it might be particularly important, considered that there's some horror porn elements. But remember, whatever comes up, whatever we talk about... Um, yeah, you did this to yourself. You chose to be here. We're all about consent here. Yes. So you, you chose to be here. You know this is a hentai podcast, so pornographic things come up, including things like rape, but we try our best to talk about it in a sensitive way. I've even talked to like listeners that have had experiences. I'm like, are we handling this in a good way? So if we're not, let us know. Yeah, you, you did this to yourself yeah. coming coming on. So you can <laughs> you can hit that pause button and go right to my brother, my brother, and me and be done with this. So yes. just just remember that. All right. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of Missing Eye. So a little bit of background for this. Uh it's written by it's produced, well, I should say it's produced by a circle called Hyper Kettle Yesterday. And the specific author for this is Hyper Kettle Yesterday Kauchi. So this is a three-member doujin circle, and they have a lot of work. And usually when they publish stuff, they'll do Hyper Kettle Yesterday and whatever the person's name is who did it. So this one is Kawichi, one of the members. Uh, the other two members are Kano and Nega. And I did a little bit of digging in Japanese to try and figure out the genders of authors, because I'm always curious about perspective. Um, who's drawing it, who's writing it, because that can play into how things are portrayed, but I wasn't able to find it. Um, so this manga is about a cafe manager. She is working and she's in the back doing some dishes and she says, I want to have sex. <laughs> That's relatable. I understand. So um, she 
is getting ready to close up shop. She has her employee, her employee's going home, and then she is walking up to a park, and we see kind of a handsome young man. Wearing the same hat as me. <laughs> yes, a milk hat. And he sees a little cat. And our manager, we're gonna call her manager son, she uh she approaches our capped man with the cat and asks like hey are you with anybody and she decides to do her usual thing of picking up one night stands for sex which is valid you know get out there get it girl but yeah she meets this dude and they get to talking she's like hey you want to go get a drink and the dude's like yeah and then maybe we can go to a hotel and she's cool with it but it turns out that it's not a guy it's a girl because she's like oh mister like, you know, can I get a drink with you? She's like, oh, by the way, it's Miss. And she's a really attractive girl. But our protagonist is totally cool with this. She's not put off by this or anything like that. She's like, oh, okay. So she rolls with that. And they go to a hotel. And they decide that they're going to order drinks in this nice hotel. Doesn't look like a love hotel. It looks like an actual, like, legit hotel. And our, uh, we're going to call the girl that she picked up, we're going to call her Raven's son because she has black hair and that's kind of an important thing. So we're going to call her Raven's son. So manager son and Raven's son. So Raven's son is like, oh, I'm kind of cool that, you know, totally rolled with this about, you know, me being a girl. Surprised you didn't freak out about it. And manager son says like, you know, I've never been with the girl, but, you know, thought what the hell. Plus, you know, you're hanging out with that cat and if cats think you're good, you must be a good person. I love that trope. In, in anime, like in Hunter and Hun- Hunter Hunter, they're like, oh, good hunters are loved by animals. Which is valid, because like usually animals can like sense out bad people, especially like dogs and things like that. And chameleons. And chameleons, yes. So they're hanging out, and Manager Son wants to order some drinks, but she wants to, because she's a classy bitch, she wants to order some Dom Perignon, which is like 150 bucks a bottle. So <laughs> good on her with her classy taste. And um, Raven's son starts putting the moves on her and starts off being some, like, kissing. And everything's kind of done in, like, a super, like, respectful, not, like, gross way, in my opinion. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as we start getting into, like, the sex parts of it. I really like the um, details to show how, like, trembling her legs are. Yeah, some good mouth spit connecting their tongues. Fluids. Yeah. So yeah, so she they pause from their kissing, they're making out and starting to get hot and heavy, and they pause because they're gonna order the champagne, and so someone can take a shower, because that's usually a big thing in Japan is the whole shower before sex, because we gotta be clean. So after Manager San takes her shower and after the champagnes and right, she comes out and sees Raven San in some really sexy lingerie. And she's kind of surprised that, you know, even though she's wearing really androgynous clothes, she has this really sexy lingerie underneath. And she's getting into it. And she asks Ravenson, like, why she was dressing up like that. Yeah, because they didn't go and change. Like, this is what she was wearing already yep. during the same time she had this, like, huge coat on and yep. stuff. Yeah. Manager son says, you know, like, you're really beautiful. I'm sure you could pick up women, you know, any way that you're dressed, like, especially if you're, like, this sexy and gorgeous. And Raven son says, yeah, but if I didn't look like a guy, you wouldn't have called out to me. And she's like, okay, that's valid. So they decide to start kissing and groping. 
and uh, I like the little grub, 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 grub English I, sound effects. I like this, like, uh, so zoom-ins are typically of, like, genitals or kissing or something, but this page has a zoom-in of her just, like, rustling through the wrinkles on the manager's clothing, mm-hmm. which is just, like, a nice little detail of, like, showing more innocent foreplay kind of thing. Yeah, and I really liked um that too that it was more it wasn't super like maybe like hot and heavy right off the bat it was more kind of like delicate things like that like she's being like super like gentle yeah so um raven starts pulling back the manager's clothes and saying like oh i'm surprised that you didn't you know just come out just in the bathroom and the manager says you know i'm not really excited about you know wearing clothes on my bare skin plus you know i brought an extra change of underwear because i'm planning to do something like this anyway so no big deal but yeah she has really nice boobs <laughs> yeah really, they're very nice very perky mm-hmm. but not like like gag boobs or too like oh, gross yeah. or pornographic or anything like that like they're really nice and i kept wondering the whole time while i was reading this was this you know this person who did this color sheet, are they a woman or are they a man? Because I want to know, because this seems to have a little bit of, like, feminine vibes to me. With the gentleness and, you know, uh, not needing huge breasts to be sexual and stuff. Yeah. It's um, more things that you stereotypically haven't seen in men's work from an older generation. Yeah. Not that it's not there, just... Yeah. But this is fairly new, right? Yeah, I think it's relatively new. It was kind of hard to find um, a lot of information about this. Like I said, I was only able to find some information about the manga circle. They all have Twitters, too. In fact, um, I'll send you the links for their cool. Twitters. If you want. They'll be down below them or above. Mm-hmm. However it is on your podcasting app. Yep. Or if you're on Spotify, then they won't even work. And to that, go get a good podcasting app. Valid. All right, so she starts, or well, Raven starts um, sucking on some titties. The, like, expression in her face and detail while she's just, like, tongue headed towards the nipple in this, like, middle part of the page is so good. Yeah, it's but, really good. <laughs> but yeah, she's licking. Boom physics. Yeah. I like how there's an arrow to show in the very first panel that she's licking upwards. Mm-hmm. Just so you're not confused about the direction of the licking. Yeah. Well, she's like, oh, and your nipples are already hard. And Miss Manager's breathing, making cute noises. And then she starts sucking. And that's driving our lovely manager very crazy. And I always, I mean, like, granted, like, sometimes people favor one city over the other, but I always feel bad because one city gets <laughs> neglected. Um but it's like, please, for the love of God, suck on the other one too. But she is massaging it with her other hand. But like, go for some variation and suck on either titty. But I get it from an artistic standpoint that it's kind of annoying to draw the back. Go back and forth. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I always feel bad. So I'm like, please, suck on that other titty. That's the primarial cause of threesomes. Is just so both folks get <laughs> the same amount of attention. <laughs> Only reason it ever happens. <laughs> but yeah, so she's... Um, Doing a good job, and our lovely manager is like, oh, don't stop, don't stop. And uh, Raven takes a break. They're very sweaty. Yeah. 
Well, I think also like spit and stuff like that, which shit does get kind of slumbery. Yeah. Like, or even backs off and says, "Oh, you're letting out like cute voices. Sounds so cute." And the manager's a little bit embarrassed, and she's like, "Well, you're the reason it's happening." A little bit of a sundere kind of response and expression. Yeah. Closed, angry eye, or not angry, but just like snippy. Well, I have you to thank for that. Anything more, and she had had twin pigtails. Yes. So then she starts to move in her hand down, and she asks, Raven asked manager, like, could we meet again after this? Because it's supposed to just be a one night stand. Oh, it's a lace overlay. So, so a lot of, um, underwear or even she's wearing like like a camisole and panties i actually i have a set that looks like this that was okay this is kind of weird so I we'll was, post that no <laughs> no um so i was given this set uh and it's not like it's anything overtly sexual it's pretty like plain like underclothes and like it's pretty clear that like this would be plain underclothes for managers and it's not meant to be anything sexy compared to raven son's lingerie the only thing that's extra besides comfort is just a little bit of lace yeah but that's just a cute yeah effect. and that's the one that i have has lace on the top part and lace on the top of the panties kind of thing and it was a present uh, oddly enough from a co-worker a female co-worker um but I think it came from her as more of a, like, I care about you. She's maybe a little bit like a surrogate mother figure. It wasn't, like, anything, like, sexual. It was just, like, I care about you and I want you to have nice underclothes for your cute dresses that I see you wear kind of thing. But still, a little bit of a weird gift to get from somebody. Yeah, you know, my professional acquaintances give me things like books. But, yeah, so that's what I got from a co-teacher as a going, going home present, so. But yeah, very similar to the underwear in this. Um, but anyways, so Raven's asking again, can we meet after this while she's fingering her? And manager and someone says, like, don't like, you know, <laughs> don't finger me while you're trying to ask me a question. It's like a dentist. <laughs> yeah. Like Or a gynecologist. Oh yeah. I mean, I can only assume <laughs> I've been to more dentists than gynecologists. gynecologists. So Raven's fingering her while this is happening. His manager decides that she's cool with it. And she says, like, uh, sorry, but, you know, I don't think we can. She's like, you know, to avoid issues. I don't like to exchange contact info with my one night stands because, you know, can create drama. Yeah. She wants no strings attached, pretty casual. And spit strings. Yes, spit strings. But Raven says, like, oh, that's fine. You know, whatever. Like, it's okay. She's like, oh, your underwear is super cute. Her underwear is super cute. <laughs> and then she's helping her take off her little, like, undershirt, her little camisole. And she's like, come on, bonsai. Like, stick your arms up in the air, bonsai. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, again, manager's getting kind of flustered and somebody being like, oh, I'm not used to, you know, like, being called cute like this and being fond over. And very cute. Very tsundere. And then Raven starts kissing her ears. And licking her ears. And on the forehead, right? Like on the top of the head, too, yeah. even a little bit. So cute. Very cute. While the manager is just like very blushed, shy. Uh, it's not animated, but I like looked at this last panel and like my brain just saw a twitch, like you get from those anime characters. Mm-hmm. Like it's that well portrayed that like I can just see it animated yes. in my head. 100%. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
quick transition. Yeah, quick transition. Manager flips uh, Raven over. She's like, okay, I've had enough. You know, anyone would be cute after, you know, being fingered and being kissed and being loved on like that. And she goes, remember, she's never been with a woman before. She goes and touches Raven's pussy and she's like, oh, holy shit, you're fucking wet. <laughs> There's like a squish noise. Like, <laughs> Uh, really quick on this page, the very bottom left has um, you know, Armander's like shocked expression that that this is what's happening. It's illustrated in such a way and such like a a good depiction of this expression that I haven't seen in manga. Now I'm not saying manga doesn't show expressions well. It's just this particular expression I haven't seen illustrated well in more Eastern art styles, but I have seen it in some stuff like. Lemon font. He is really good at depicting this exact like expression. And so as soon as I saw this, I was like, "Oh, is that lemon font?" And then I realized, like, no, it's it's the art same artist as the rest of this. Mm-hmm. It just it really caught me off guard uh, by how well it's done. Yeah, I really like the expressions in this. They're really good, and I feel like just this whole thing has a lot of care put into it. Yeah, just every face is really well done. It's not just like a default face ever. It's trying to tell the story um and then we got a nice uh juicy pussy shot very wet through perfect for a background yes um and manager's like why are you so wet i haven't even done anything yet and raven's like duh that's how it works yeah you know through foreplay or whatever you get fucking wet I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. Some some vagina owners need some some cooking time. That's true. Some just use uh, instant olive oil <laughs> before they get going. But I mean, they've been cooking for a little bit. True. Like she's been sucking on titty and like kissing her and stuff like that. Like she's super. Maybe in her book, that's just meal prep. <laughs> she hasn't turned the <laughs> oven on yet. I just. So I was so convinced before all these pages that I'm like, maybe this was authored by a woman. And then this trip always comes up with like, oh, I don't understand why you're so wet kind of thing. And like, yeah, that's a normal reaction for maybe someone that hasn't slept with someone that has a vagina. But also like, it feels very, maybe like it was from the perspective of a male author that might not have experience of what girl, girl sex is. Yeah. So that was my... They don't, it sounds like the author doesn't have a vagina. Yes. They haven't done some cooking themselves. Yes, they have sense. not cooked. So yeah, so that was kind of the flag of like, oh, maybe this isn't the author. And it's not like overtly bad compared to some other girl-on-girl manga that I've read that's very clearly for male perspective and clearly written by a male. I still feel like this is really tasteful. You're getting tight. You must be horny. Uh, newsflash. Yeah. That's the opposite. Yeah. So, uh, manager's gonna start, uh, really diving into her first, uh... <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> her, the words. Yeah, she's gonna dive right into her first experience with a woman. Um, and she's kind of poking her through her underwear and being like, Oh, I haven't touched her yet. Just been playing with her, you know, got her this excited and wet. And again, the really cute expressions of she's... Flustered and excited and nervous. Oh, and then um, she peels back the panties, and that is a nice pussy. Like it's you know whited out, but Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of censoring. Yeah, and it's odd. I usually say marshmallow censoring, except it's not fuzzed out. It's like a hard white 
silhouette. But you can still see lips and you can still yeah. see hair. And like, I actually really like how the pubic hair is drawn in this manga. It's nice. It's a lot more realistic. And you'll see as she gets her underwear off. Um, and manager sees it and she's like, oh, this is kind of, you know, you're saying that she's like, oh, this is kind of hot or this is kind of sexy. And she's got her tongue peeking out and she looks like she's totally ready to dive in. Looks like one of those kittens that yeah. forgot to put their tongue in their mouth. <laughs> but uh, a raven like puts her hand on her head and says, like, stop, this is as far as you're going right now. Okay. I'm curious as to why. Yeah. So, <laughs> so raven told her, okay, lie down. And manager lies down. And she asked her. She looks so defenseless, right? the manager. She's got her hand over her boob. She's so cute. But, like, not over her nipples. So yeah. she's not covering herself, like, indecent, yeah. but, like, still on the top of her chest to show that, like, uh, subconscious, like, closing yourself off. Yeah. Uh, it's really a small distinction, but really authentic. Yeah. It's like you're, like, a little rabbit or a little cat in the Oh, God. And. Raven says, you know, like, you want to feel good, don't you? So she's like a really good lover. She's going to make manager feel really good. And she takes off her clothes, and manager's noticing that Raven has a really nice body. She looks good. So she tells her, so please empty your mind. I'm the only thing you need to focus on right now. <laughs> and it's, it's a, very well staged. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. She's basically. Right up against her, like, I don't know, how do you just, if um, she had a dick, she'd be right inside of her. Yeah, it's very L Tetris pose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Raven is sitting up on her knees. Uh, manager has her, like, pelvis right against Raven's, and her legs are, like, not wrapped around Raven's, but, like, going towards either side of Raven, and Raven's holding one of her legs, and uh, the other hand is like just coming out of Raven's mouth. Mm-hmm. She's licking her fingers. Yeah. And then the next panel is our very cute manager, super blushy, super surprised, heart eyes with a dokyu. I was going to ask what this onomatopoeia yeah. is, and I it have is, a feeling it was, it's like yeah. a big, like, <laughs> a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And then Raven sticks her fingers inside of manager, and it looks really juicy. And they start oh. really going at it. Manager's got the one eye closed, mm-hmm. gasping. Onomatopoeia is all the way down the page. Mm-hmm. And then the onomatopoeia starts getting distorted that you can't even read. Oh, is that what's happening yeah. there? That's very good. Yeah, like she looks, that girl looks happy. And even just the illustration of how she's figuring her, like someone did their homework. Just, like, uh, and as we always like to point out, there is no butthole. Yeah, no. Looks butthole. like there should be one, mm-hmm. but it's not there. Where <laughs> is it? Censored out. Where's the butthole? Uh, you know, you'll have to go to our, our old episode of where the girl earned her butthole <laughs> and find out how she can earn hers. <laughs> so her fingers slid in effortlessly, obviously, because she's fucking wet. And she's like, oh, you're soaking wet inside. Yeah, this dialogue kind of makes me think again that it was written by dude. Incredible. It went in effortlessly. You're soaking wet even inside. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, like, when you're having sex, like, you make comments about stuff. And in the moment, it's hot. But objectively, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah that's what's supposed that's to happen. A, see, that's what I think every time I watch this. Because, like, I, I, I don't, you know, do a lot of sexual stuff. Yeah. And even when I do, I don't 
talk during it. And if someone else is, like, my brain will, at no point, no matter, like, how into it I am, will stop and be, like, analyzing stuff <laughs> like that. You know, they're like, oh, you're hard. Like, yeah, that's usually what the situation calls yeah. for. And I feel like as much as I'm, like, giving this, like, hard judgment, I think about, like, comments within my own sex life. And, like, in the moment, like, it's it's hot. It's fine. It's yeah, good. Yeah. For normal people, this stuff tends to happen. Yes. You know, just when we're erotically sober, it's so much easier to be like, This is Duh. stupid. Yeah. But, like, people are dumb when they have sex this a lot of times. This is true. We look stupid when we have sex. And, yes, we are stupid when we have sex. Dumb animals. But yeah, so she's fingering her really good. She looks like she's having a good time. Maybe she's doing a little bit of that twisty technique. We don't know. <laughs> Who could say? Just so you guys know, Kelsey uses her hands to talk. Yes, I do. So she is just constantly fingering the air <laughs> around me. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then I don't I can't tell if it's because there's just like a little like pan out shot kind of showing the windows in the hotel you can see the stars and then in the next page manager is flipped over on her hands and knees and raven's still fingering her like from behind like kind of laying over her and fingering her so my guess is is that that pan out shot shows onomatias and that's it in it yes Uh, i'm thinking this could imply that she has had her first orgasm and so it's saving the first visual orgasm we see from her at a more special moment. Yeah. So it's kind of like when they're trying in horror movies, when they're building up a killing, the murders are off screen and then they'll show a murder on screen when it's more <laughs> special. But they needed this orgasm they to progress the story. They orgasm. Yeah, because otherwise it, it like, imagine if she's been getting fingered this long and she didn't come. That's not a good sign. Yeah. So she had to come, but they need to save the come face for yeah. the special moment. She also might have flipped over because, like, from personal experience, sometimes it gets to be, like, too overstimulating, like, after you've come. So you're trying to, like, readjust or whatever. So just like, recalibrate. Re- recalibrating. So, yeah, maybe she flipped over. But uh, Raven's like, oh, you're twitching like crazy. Did you come? <laughs> And, oh, did you come a little? A little. Just a little Just bit. a little. Just a little come. Just a smidge. Um, and then she's kissing on her back while she's staring her from behind still. And manager says, like, oh, I came more than a little. I've never seen that in hentai. What, the like back this? kisses. It's so cute. Uh, yeah, people do that. Mm-hmm. No matter who you're with or who you are, mm-hmm. do that when you have sex next time. Or foreplay, mm-hmm. it is a good thing. Be tender. Everyone's back loves it. Yes. Unless you're my ex Taylor. Then probably not. But otherwise, everyone else will. Try it. This is your homework. Go on yeah, back. this is Kiss your head eye homework. Yes. Kiss some backs. Yes. And then she starts looking on her back. And manager says, like, oh, as soon as you put them in, I came. So Oh. Yeah. So uh Raven's doing a good job. Her bus came into lesbian town (laughs) um and then she's on her back again and raven is fingering her while um sucking on her titty and it's getting a little bit too overstimulating and manager says like oh can you take them out i can't take it anymore that's driving uh raven very crazy she's super blushy she's got her little heart eyes and her heart's going to the pat and she's like okay let's try something else 
Oh, yeah. They're going to try something else, all right. Mm-hmm. She stopped sucking titty. I wonder why. She's going to use that mouth <laughs> yep. to suck some clit and lick some pussy. And she's going down her really good. I like this so much. Like, manager is feeling real good. And she's got her head back in the pillow. As, like, arched as she can be. Mm-hmm. Titties, like, flying upwards. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, don't suck on it. Raven sucks <laughs> The sucking commences. <laughs> She's like, don't try fighting it. And like, you know, your hips are moving on their own. It feels good, right? And she's telling her to relax. Because sometimes you can get really worked up. And you do, you kind of just have to take your mind out of it and just relax. Yeah. But you know what they say? Hips don't lie. Mm-hmm. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. Unless what she's different. What if she has one hip that lies and one hip that tells <laughs> the truth? <laughs> like a famous riddle. Yeah. <laughs> Which hip do you believe to understand how to get through the door? <laughs> Is the door the pussy? Yes. Okay. So, manager is totally going to come again because Raven is super good at eating out. And manager's doing that thing where she's kind of fidgeting and writhing around because it feels really good. She's like a cute little fidget spinner. <laughs> She's twitching, spinning around. She's rotated more than anyone I've seen. I'm like this, so I can relate. Um, You're a rotisserie? I'm a rotisserie chicken. (laughs) Sometimes it feels so good. It's overwhelming. The other thing that I'm notorious for is the vice grip with my thighs. Um, I saw a post that was like, who needs uh, noise-canceling headphones when you got a pair of thighs? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm notorious for that, and I really have to remind myself to not do that and I'll be saying something and my boyfriend will just be like what I can't hear you it's just a rotisserie bisexual clamp <laughs> the clamp get the clamps but um then we have a really cute full page of Raven going down on manager and again the onomatopoeia are getting garbled because uh manager is feeling real fucking good which i really like that as like a stylistic choice. yeah and they're the ones that are spoken yeah. the the ones that aren't like twitch like sound effects from the body those are intact mm-hmm. so you know i always love it when onomatopoeias are represented different ways yes. uh just because it they're there's such a wide range they're not just physical sounds of a knock but also just the weird things our bodies make mm-hmm. vocally or otherwise yes Next panel, manager looks fucking snap. She had a good time. <laughs> and uh, Raven's pretty satisfied with herself. She has that little cat that pedal, like her little tongue peeking out. She looks like a cat that just like ate a whole bowl of milk or ate a fish. Uh, piece of resistance, though. Raven just finishes things off, cleans up her hand a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, in the classic way. Finger looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she just needs some hot wings. Like, she ain't rotisserie chicken. <laughs> but um, Raven's like, oh, you up for another round? Should we go another round? And the manager's like, I gotta rest. I need, like, 10, no, 30 minutes. Please. <laughs> like, this is her first experience with a woman, and she is tuckered out. And then it gets to the next morning. And manager wakes up in the bed. Whoa. Good thing they got a normal hotel. Yes. Um, and she sees on the notepad on the nightstand, there's a message that says, I'm Join the Avengers. <laughs> Join the Avengers. <laughs> Plot twist, that was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Wait, Nick Cage, right? 
I don't watch the Avengers. I don't either. I'm not a superhero person. Um, but Raven said, I'm leaving first. And there's the weak bottle, lukewarm bottle of the Dom Moon. And uh, manager's super tired because, you know, the assumption is that they probably fucked more that night. Yeah. Even if they did. After the 30 minutes, she got yeah. round two. She got the business. Boo-boo. Yep. And she's a little irritating. And she says, you know, like, she's surprised because Raven, you know, was asking, you know, can we do this again? Can we meet up again? But manager said, you know, my policy is to keep things uncomplicated. So not exchange contact info with the one night stands. And that's what Raven did. Yeah. You got what you asked. Yes. But um, manager's a little irritated that, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you are wanting my contact info and then you just leave like this. See, what I think has happened is that her hips were in Morse code giving her contact info. Mm-hmm. Again, because they don't lie. Yeah. But she's like, oh, you know, she has the little anger mark on her cheek. Like, she's kind of pissed about it. And <laughs> That's like, not a place that would naturally show up. Right? <laughs> this is very upsetting. Strong veins in her cheek. I guess because she can't have it on her forehead. Yeah, but you could have drawn hair. it on the hair. Yeah, or drawn that's the what Dragon Ball Z it. does. Yes. Yeah. It on the cheek on the is cheek. the most disturbing thing I've seen. Maybe in it's supposed to be like a like a twitch, but even it, then it's no, more that's like an veins. Eye that okay. is. But she's like, oh well, <laughs> who who cares about pillow talk? And she kind of looks, you know, a little like eh, whatever about it. And then there's another panel where she looks kind of sad, and she turns over. Depression acts, mm-hmm. and she says, "I really like this. It was the first time I was the one left behind." And Aww. no one could drink lukewarm champagne. Well, that's not true. Lots of people can. <laughs> it's not as good, But emotionally, they're not drinking. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, isn't that kind of sad? Yeah, this is really sad. This continues, right? Yes, it does. Okay. I was worried this is our, like, our cliffhanger, and you yeah. never know. Two days later. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and uh, manager's back at work, and she's... Looking a little little pissed, and she's like, mm, my hips still ache. She got it good. And it's a slow day at work, and her employee says, you know, can I, you know, slow? Can I read some of the new magazines that we got in for the customers? And manager says, yeah, go for it. And the employee's like, yeah, I really wanted to read this interview with this actress named um, I. <gasps> and manager's like, I? Her name is Iwana I. And... The employee's like, what? You don't know her? She's like this really pretty and popular actress. And she has gorgeous black hair. And she's very charismatic. Oh. And matters like black hair. And then a customer comes in. But manager's staying in the back washing some dishes. And her employee goes out to greet the customer. And she's like, oh, why would I think about her? You know, the first mention of black hair. She's like, whatever, I'll go pick up someone after work and I'll forget about it and I'll be fine. And she's kind of psyching herself out and she's a little pissed off about this whole thing. Why she's so caught up on this one night stand when she's done tons of other ones and been no strings attached, no feelings. And then she notices on her neck a hickey. It's a nice hickey. Good perfectly circled hickey mm-hmm. but got some good fade and stuff i love her shock expression though she's got the like just uh like swirl eyes and stuff mm-hmm. and oh. she's oh, this is so good 
So she kind of brushes her hair out of the way, and the next panel is her remembering her neck getting sucked on by Raven. And the manager gets really blushy thinking about it. Yeah. And then the last panel, she looks very sincere and kind of pissed off about it. There's no text, Mm -hmm. no shading. So it it's all like very flat lies, but the memory is like a little darkened out. It's just got a really good like vibe of like showing all this emotion in one page. Mm-hmm. It, the layout is very clean, just rectangles down. There's some light. Yeah. I like the drool. Oh yeah. Drool and sweat. Mm-hmm. And then manager says, you know, like, why why would you leave a mark like that, you know, if we were never going to meet again? And she's feeling kind of bad. She's like, you know what, I'm just going to go home. Like, I'm not even going to try and pick somebody up, like, until I sort my feelings out about Little does she know. Little if does she, she looks know. close enough, mm-hmm. the hickey's a QR code <laughs> <laughs> with Raven's contact information. Yes. So her employee comes in and says, boss, you know, and she's like, oh, my God, manager's freaking out. And she's like, oh my god, you saw my fucking hickey. You saw my hickey. Um, I can explain it. Uh, it's not a hickey. It's a bug bite. It's a bug bite. <laughs> the vacuum accident. The vacuum. But boss is like, what? No, just put some ointment on it. It's fine. And she says, our customer that just came in asked if she could talk to you. And guess what? This is who I was talking about just a minute ago. It's Iwana I, the actress. How cute oh. she is! She has glasses on and like a cute little like kind of off the shoulder sweater and a skirt. Oh, she looks like the girl from Read or Die. Yeah, she does. Wait, you've seen Read or yeah. Die? Oh, I remember when I was I think thirteen, and I loved the movie or the OVA. It was the OVA in an anime, right? Well, there was a movie. Okay. Um, and then an OVA, I think. Okay. Uh, but anyways, I, I saw one of them and I, I heard there's another, like, more to it. So I wanted to look it up. Mm. So I Googled Rod. Mm. Mm. Which was not a good choice. Yeah. And I realized never Google acronyms. Yes. Always write them out. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we, we've got our, our cutie here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hi. We met two days ago. I'm Iwana I. And the manager looks completely like flabbergasted about this whole situation. She wasn't expecting to see her again. And I explains that, you know, she was dressed up like a guy back then because she was doing some method acting for a part in a drama that she's going to be in. And manager's just like, how did you know that I worked here? And she looks really irritated. I was not even like, oh, how did you know I was here? She's really irritated about it. And I says, well, I like this cafe. And I come in before in disguise. And she said, I always thought that the manager of the cafe was my type of woman. So I lucked out when we came to the park. Oh. And approached her. And she said, you know, sorry for leaving without, you know, saying anything. I just had to work early the next day and didn't want to wake you up. She says, I have some free time now. So... I wondered if tonight, maybe, dot, dot, dot. This uh, little flashback to the morning when she left, though, is so cute. She's just kissing her on the forehead. Mm-hmm. She got ready and looked back there. Yeah, like, as she's getting ready, she like, keeps looking at her, mm-hmm. crying, yeah. Oh, this is adorable. Mm-hmm. And Matt is just like, 
And I was just like, did you miss me? And manager's like, yeah, you could say that. Don't expect any mercy from me tonight, bucka. 100% Sunday. It's so cute. Very blushy. And even Ai's doing a little bit of kind of teasy, kind of being cute. Like she's almost singing it. Oh, yeah, she's got the little music note. And that's the end. Oh, is there more? I don't think there's more. I think oh. it was just a one shot. And I really oh, want there to there be, more, needs to be more. Right? But there's this really cool poem at the end of it. And it says, the missing eye. Sex without love. Sex so good that you lost yourself. You want an eye who left without a word. The loss of your identity. Okay, so your other hentai homework is to go tweet at the artist for this mm-hmm. and tell them you want more of this story. It's so cute. This I is really adorable. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention what the tags for this were. Can I tell you what the tags are? Yeah, let's okay. hear them. So the tags were adult life, bisexual, comedy, cross-dressing, lots of sex, NSFW, and Yuri. I've noticed some other tags that certain sites would use, like um, unusual pupils. Even though it wasn't like oh, real, yeah. even though if it's not canonical, mm. like it's flavored, yeah. uh, they would still tag that. Glasses. Okay. Couldn't be it. They didn't have any hairstyles that were would typically be tagged. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of anything else that would get a tag. Uh, the site Aaron uses lots has like plot as a tag. Okay. But but that's usually just because animated hentai can yeah. sometimes not have any plot. That's true. Manga typically does. Yeah. It's very rare to have plotless sex in yeah. manga. Unless it's like a really like short one, because they seem like really like not not a high page count. Yeah. Porn, like ten page porn. Yeah, there's been yeah some ten ones. I just like I skip those because I'm like that a podcast does not make. Yes. So yeah, even I was kind of iffy on this because this one is only 46 pages and that's including like all the splash pages and stuff yeah. like that. And in a normal episode where Aaron and I cover stuff, mine will usually be 20 to 40, but yeah. this just had too much cute stuff to it go was, by yeah. quickly. And again, I read this on Dynasty Scans Dynasty Reader, which is a site that I talked about before when we talked about Eureka's Campus Life. Um I was super big into the site back in the day when I was looking for a lot of like Yuri flavored hentai. So I really like this as a resource. Some of it's not very good. Some of it is very good. You just kind of like with anything have to sift through it. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked this. I thought this was really sweet. I thought regardless of the gender of the author, like this was portrayed really well. It felt very authentic as someone who has slept with another woman. It felt very authentic. So very true. Very true. True good story. Yes. Uh, so you have an update for us, though. I do. Um, like I mentioned a little while ago, uh, Eureka's campus life updated. So I remember you telling me you know what the total of chapters are because yes. it's done. It's just waiting to be translated. All is that correct? Yes. So it's been done for a long time. Um, according to manga part, as far as like all the stats about the manga, about where it was serialized and um, wrote it, how many chapters it is. According to manga part, there's ninety chapters that are compiled within five volumes. And as of November 10th, 2019, Dynasty Scans has up to chapter 31. So 31 out of 90. So been at this for a while. I think um, 
and my notes before they started, someone started uploading them. I think it's Papaya is the person that's this scanlation group or the people that are translating it, um, started uploading it back in like 2011, I think. So it's been going for a while. But yes, there, there's three new chapters from where we left off last time. Um, we left off on chapter 28, which was about Eureka's dad fucking... Um, oh, yeah, their bet and everything. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And fucking the mama of the hostess club. So that's where we left off was Eureka's dad had come back and he had had kind of like a like makeover thing. Like at the beginning of the manga, he was like fat and short. old and short. And now he's like this kind of like... Uh, in his 40s, kind of like he came in like handsome dude. You know, the original Jigolo. So chapter 29 starts with a group of Eureka's victims trying to get money back from her because, you know, they're always treating her to food. Because that's what she does is she fucks and she fucks to get food and to get things that she needs. That's how she survives is off of being Jigolette. They're trying to get money out of her, like saying, you know, you just can't sleep away, your debts. And, you know, you treated her to a lot of stuff. And then while this is going on, uh, the manga cuts to Eureka's dad talking to Saudi, um, who was her roommate and kind of the girl that was super into her, like the childhood friend of character. And... Uh, who isn't gay. Yes. She's not a lesbian. But Eureka's dad's asking Saudi where Eureka is and... You know, she's getting kind of irritated. She's had enough of Eureka's dad's bullshit. And Eureka's dad asks, like, oh, aren't you jealous that, you know, she's, Eureka's always going around with all these women? And he tries to put the moves on Saudi. But Saudi puts up, the page is really great. It's this fucking barrier force field that's made out of lilies. It's her lily aura because she's a lesbian, even though she's not. Yeah, and lilies. Lesbian yep. flower. Yep. You remember. Yep. Uh, for any of you who, who want to go hear this, uh, the episode is number 26 mm-hmm. that, that we covered all of this. Yes. So if we want to get caught up, um, yeah. But we're just continuing on from where we left off. And yeah, so she uses, I put my notes for lesbian aura to block her. Which is a powerful thing. It's very powerful. But Eureka's dad asks her again about, you know, where she is. And Saori's like, oh, well, I made sure to leave Eureka's GPS on so I can figure out where she is. Fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, but Saori's kind of dumb, so a little needed, yeah. I think. Yeah. Eureka. Well, she's doing dangerous stuff. Yeah, Eureka needs to be looked out for. Yeah. She she's she was doing some risky stuff with the, like, the you know, hosting. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, and then the um, the whole hostess challenge of picking up on, like, the blacklisted mm-hmm. customers. The, one of them is notorious for getting their lovers murdered because they were uh, in a relationship with the head of the mafia. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. The Yakuza wife. And then there's the, the torture porn girl with, like, all, like, the... The like horse and like she's wearing panties on her face, like she's a degenerate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very dangerous. So maybe salary is a little bit valid in yeah. wanting to look out for Eureka, who yeah, is a little dumb and doesn't look out for herself. Regardless, though, make sure you ask people to plant GPS on them. Consent is key. But anyways, Eureka is out of bar playing darts with three women. She's with a first year student, so a college freshman. Um, college sophomores, a second year student, and then with a professor. Oh. Ooh. 
And the professor says something about, uh, like, oh, well, you know, if you want your grade to be better, like, kind of do better. Oh, I thought you were going a different direction with that. No, no, no. But it's, she makes a joke about doing a triple booking that she's trying to, like, do three dates in one go. And her dad shows up at the bar and says to her, they're like, hey, I'll lend you a hand with these three women. And, um... Her dad starts suggesting all these things that they can go do, aside from, you know, being at the bar playing darts and drinking. And he's saying stuff about, like, oh, you know, maybe we can go to Wapongi and we can go to Ginza, like, all these kind of, like, ritzy or, like, kind of nightlife areas. But he starts using really, like, um, dated slang, which is really Desai or, like, lame. And he's trying all these tactics that worked basically in the 1980s during the bubble era. And Eureka is like getting like embarrassed. What the fuck are you doing? Dad, you're being old. Dad, you're being cringe. Um, Try to be horny in modern way. Yeah, Eureka gets super embarrassed and is like, "Can you leave? Can you go?" At least he's not like Fortnite dancing. Yeah, or dabbing. Yeah. Wait, what's wrong with dabbing? <laughs> Do you not dab at the people you're horny for? <laughs> oh no. Oh, Kelsey, this is what I've been doing wrong. Oh. <laughs> But um, the second year student finds him funny, like kind of endearing in like a lame way and kind of into her. And um, he offers to take her out alone. The professor's like, uh-uh, no, we're not doing this. Like we're not separating the group. Like I don't trust you with her. But it turns out that this was his tactic by getting the other girls' oh. hackles up. It makes him more desirable because it's kind of that Romeo and Juliet thing. Like, oh, I'm going to keep you apart from her. And it's actually drawing second year students to Eureka's dad. And Eureka realizes that, oh, oh shit, that was, a smart his, guy. that was his strategy. And she's like, is he purposely coming here to fuck with me? And then he makes a comment about like, oh, one down, two to go. Oh. So it's a gigolo off, gigolette off. G- it's a gigolo Jiggy games. Let's get jiggy with that. So then we move on to chapter 30. And Eureka's dad and Eureka go to kind of talk in this spooky place. They're still at the bar with the darts and with the girls. And Eureka's dad says, like, you, know, you don't got to be a gigolette anymore. Like, I'm going to take care of you. But his plan to take care of her is that he's going to get in good with one of the girls at her women's college. He's like, oh, yeah, the girls who go to this college are rich. And if I get in good with them, I can pay off all the debts and we'll be rolling in money. And he's like, Rika, can you introduce me to somebody? And Rika's like, no. Like, you know, I might rely on other people, but I'm not outright using them like that. Even though she is. Yeah, she <laughs> is. Yeah. But it's not she's the same. not self-aware of yeah. it yet, really. She doesn't want her dad to use her friends like that. It's okay yeah. if she does it, but not if he does it. So her dad decides that, okay, well, we're rivals now. It's on. Sex rivals. Yep. So it starts turning into a competition over the three girls that are there. I mean, he's already got second year. So it went from, like, casual sex to now competitive ranked sex. Yes, yes. As the S- meme is. Yes, ranked sex. Yeah. Um, Uber tears. Yes. So since he's got the second year, he decides he's going to win over the professor. And he starts hitting on her hard and, like, pecking at her and just trying everything. And she's getting more and more pissed about it. She's getting really pissed. Oh, something we, we should preface for those who haven't listened to the other episode, something about these two characters, the dad and the daughter, 
they kind of have this like corny aura yes. that just make people like them. Because the daughter, she wasn't into girls. Not at all. She's, but guys couldn't find her attractive, even though they would see her and be like, oh, she's very hot. She's hot, but... I can't get horny, though. Yeah, she's hot, but mm-hmm. there's something weird about her. And girls all the time are just like, use your stamen on me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because the rumor that Eureka has a dick. Yeah, uh, because when she gets caught, there it's usually in positioning where the people catching her don't see she's holding something mm-hmm. to penetrate yeah. the other girl. Uh, so, you know, they're having this competition, but they have this horny aura. So if you hear something, you know, people wouldn't get horny from that. Remember, magic horny powers. Yes. So the dad keeps, like, trying everything, getting it to stick, but it's not working on the professor. And then he finally goes, oh, well, I admit defeat. And looks kind of sad and starts getting ready to walk off. But that tugs at the heartstrings of the professor. So the professor finally admits defeat and is kind of, like, a little, like, attracted to him because he was able to pull out her, like, dead side. Like, basically by trying really hard and then being kind of dejected about it, that tugs at her heartstrings. So now he's got the professor one over and then winning the first year over is easy because um, the dad says she's someone who wants to do what the other women are doing. So she follows along. She sees the other two girls fawning over her dad. So she follows suit. So Eureka has lost completely. Oh, um, her hero. Yeah, our hero. Yes, by her own father. Out gigolo. And then it cuts to at the very end of the chapter, Sari's sitting at home. She made this home-cooked meal, and she's looking really fucking pissed because she's like, where the fuck are these two? I'm waiting for them to come home and eat. And that's the end of chapter 30. And then the last chapter that's up right now is chapter 31. And Eureka's dad abandons her again, who runs off, just like before. That's Zuma. And that depresses her, too, because she was so happy about her dad coming back and now he's abandoned her again and now she's also upset because she the one thing that she's been really good at being a gigolette has been taken from her he's not a good dad he is not a good dad at all and she's not a good person either that's true yeah uh she's grown a little bit yeah but not not enough to even recognize where she needs to grow yeah but um She's feeling depressed, and she asked Sari um, that if you stripped away her jiggle outside, what would be left? Oh. And Sari says, like, you know, even if you took all that away, you'd still have me. I would still be here for you, no matter what. And it's really sweet. But Eureka is just, like, not listening to her and it's just such, ignores her. It's such a rough question to hear. Right? Like, when, when you're so engrossed into something, especially if it's a toxic habit, and someone's just like, what would you be without that? And you can't answer. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. That's really sad. And then, you know, sorry, super sweet, and being like, you know, even even without that, I'm still here for you. Like, I, I love you regardless of whether or not you're Jiglet or I love you because you're Eureka basically. Yeah. But Eureka's just like whatever. She's already moved on because she has like no feelings for core, trotted upon Sally, who's just trying to be there for Eureka and Eureka just does not care. And Eureka's sitting there and she's like, oh well what if I had a career like um you know determining the gender of chicks like sexing you know chicks as in chickens. Which is hard. It is. It's very hard. She's like, oh, but that would be easy for me because only the female ones come to me because she's got that fucking aura and it works on animals too, apparently. What the fuck? 
it's not always sexual though yeah. we call it the horny aura but like yeah. when they were kids it was just like the girls wanted to play with her yeah. and stuff it, it's just a a good vibe she's got that it factor she's got that jupiter retrograde about her mercury. i don't know it's mercury oh okay but um but women are from jupiter <laughs> from venus oh i don't know my stars <laughs> But um, Eureka is approached by some girls that she had promised that she was going to go out on dates with. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, aren't you going to take us out like you promised? Eureka is just like, I'm not in the mood. I want to be left alone, which is completely uncharacteristic for usually she's up for these dates because it means she's going to get food or she's going to get clothes or she's going to get whatever out yeah. of it. But she's like, no, I'm not in the mood. This is a girl who will eat plants because she's so hungry. She yes. will do what it takes to eat. But yeah, and then remember Akane, the kind of, the Casanova, the little girl, the kind of like cat looking girl from before she was also fucking girls in the dorm. Yes. The little kind of lowly type Mm -hmm. character. She sees this going on and she's like, oh, holy shit, Eureka's not, you know, like turning down these girls and isn't, you know, doing her gigolette shit. Maybe this is my chance to take over the dorms and get in good with all the girls. Because she's the only girl that is saying she's a lesbian in this whole series. Yeah. Because all the other girls are saying, I'm not gay, but... Yeah. But we'll make an exception kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, she's Eureka's self-proclaimed rival. So she sees this as an opportunity to take over the dorms as the number one ladies lady. <laughs> and Akane decides to take on a new look and a new strategy to one of the girls. And she lets her hair down. She gets a neck. <laughs> um, she looks... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she lets her hair down and start play, starts playing up the helpless, like, Emoto, the little sister role to get the, the older girls to fawn over her. What was that word again? Emoto, little sister. So it's Oni-san and Emoto, okay. or Oni-chan. And she starts playing up the, oh, Oni-chan, big sister kind of thing. It's working. And then at one point, it shows her just being kind of smug because she's kind of like a bratty character. And she's like, this is a piece of cake. Be a man or a woman. No one can stand up to a lowly bitch. (laughs) And then, you know, all this is going on. She's being, you know, trying to get in good with all the girls. And Yukimura-san, the door mama, sees through her act and is like, "Um, no, I'm not having the shit. I just imagine that be gone. Yes, basically. (laughs) But I'm not having this shit and my dorms get out. And uh, she tries to stop her, but they end up fucking, Akane ends up fucking her and is able to continue with her shenanigans. As Eureka did the same thing too. Like, fucking move on. And uh, Akane starts whining to the other girls about, oh, I can't sleep because the ghosts are so scary and I keep having bad dreams. Oh. Kind of thing. They're kind of getting noisy, and she's, like, implying that she wants to share a bed with the other girls and stuff. And Eureka's sitting, they're in, like, the common area. Eureka's sitting, she's getting pissed because they're being noisy and they're being annoying. And she fucking snaps, and she's like, can you guys shut up? And she goes up to the girls, and she's, like, really, like, looks pissed off. And the other girls interpret it as for being, like, icy, and they're like, oh, my God, that's fucking hot. <laughs> she's, like, super, like, you know, like, she's icy, and icy. Hot. Yeah, she's a... <laughs> She's a stone cold bitch, and they're they're really into that. And Eureka turns to Connie and is like, "Oh, well, do you want me to sleep with you?" 
And Connie's like, uh, no fucking thank you. And it's like, okay, well, I guess that gigolet spirit's still in there. And that's where it ends. It's good stuff. <laughs> How many chapters are left? Um, well, this is chapter 31 and there's 90. So there's oh. still quite a bit left. Okay. So. Yeah. We just gotta wait. I remember there were some hiatuses in translation mm-hmm. that comes out. So it looks like it's kind of being a little bit more consistent. I saw that it's the same group doing that's uploading it, but it looks like there's some different staff that's working on it. So I hope that this will start coming out more consistently. Prior to these chapters that were released, there was um, a couple were released in September. So yeah, hopefully. It'll be a more consistent. When you like something like this, it's really good to go and see who's working on doing the translations and try to support them. Whether that's donating money or, you know, publicizing who they are. Because, you know, it depends on if they have their own website and they have ads and people just go look at the website. Mm -hmm. That gives them funds to help them keep doing this. Uh, So, you know, support your artists. Even if you have no money, I'm often broke and I find what I, I can do, you know. Yep, and you can support them by, you know, following their Twitter or following whatever social media they use. Like, there's other ways to support people that don't require any money. But yeah, like, I really hope that this continues because this is something that I've really enjoyed. And like I said, I'd forgotten about it until I was asked to be on an infomercial and come up with something that we could read. So it was cool getting back into it. Um, I'm glad we've opened some old doors for you. But yeah, it's been really nice. And um, yeah, it's Papaya Scans and they have a website. It's uh, www.papaya and then a hyphen scans.com. So yeah, just look them up. Um, we have the them. links in the yes. description stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed this and it was fun reading the other um, manga too. Because like I said, I hadn't been back on this website in like years and I'd kind of forgotten about it. So Check out all the other manga, too. Some are good. Some are bad. It's a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for for being on. Yeah, thank you for having me on again. Always a pleasure. And uh, for the rest of you, uh, just another update. We are doing a live show at the Stab Comedy Theater in Sacramento, California. It is January 11th at... 7 p.m. That is a Saturday. And come on out and, and see us. Support Nymphomercial in any way that you can. Oh, yes, thank you. And as far as everything else, well, good luck on your erotic endeavors. Yes. while you're trying to ask me a question.